Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. All right, letting know we got a special guest on the podcast. You are a two-time Whoa That's Good legend um, because wow. you just gave such good advice in the first one. I had to have you back. Welcome back, wow. Lainey Renee, to the Whoa That's Good podcast. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited. I feel like we have to like do a podcast in order to talk these days. We like try to. I know, literally, it's probably going to be our longest conversation <laughs> because I know. now you have a baby, which is what I'm so yes. excited to talk to you about. So mm-hmm. currently, when this podcast goes live, I will have hopefully have had our baby, and wow. this yeah. will be speaking to all the moms out there. But before I get into motherhood, I need some advice. So. Uh, Lane, give me the best piece of mother advice that you have for me. Okay, so since this is the one question, actually, I knew you were going to ask two questions. I was like, God, what is the best advice I have to give? And early on in uh, my pregnancy with Ronnie Grace, I um, was having a extreme moment of fear and it came in like my biggest moment of excitement. It was right yep. when I was going to like tell my parents that... Um, we were pregnant and I walked back into my mom's closet and I just felt this extreme presence of fear. And I don't know, I was like, what in the world? Like, I'm so excited. Why do I feel this fear? And my mom came back in the closet. And um, of course, my motherly advice comes from my mom. And she said, Lainey, do not yield to fear. Hmm. And um, she just kept saying it. She said, Lainey, do not yield to fear. Do not yield to fear. And she kept saying it over and over me and like over and over. And while she was saying it, I felt like it was literally washing over me and the fear started to leave. Wow. And um, when I felt like I heard that this morning and was reminded of that, um, I was reminded also that that is scriptural. And uh, Isaiah 41 10 says, do not yield to fear, for I am always near. Never turn your gaze from me, for I am your faithful God. I will infuse you with my strength and help you in every situation. I will hold you firmly with my victorious right hand. Wow, come on. And um, so, yeah, this is like the best. I was like, this is the best thing I can give because one, it's not truly from me. It's from Jesus. And also, there are so many moments already, like just being pregnant before you even, I feel like, become a mom. And people who've been moms for many years, I feel like can testify of this. There are so many opportunities to fear. Yeah. And there's so many people around you going to be doing different things. And yep. it's just like when you turn your gaze from me, I, I 
or never turn your gaze from me for I am your faithful God. And I feel like that's just like, don't turn your eyes from him. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Don't look at what other moms are doing. Don't look at what other kids are doing or how they're progressing or Mm -hmm. maybe how smart they are. And don't look at your kid and go, oh, what's wrong with you? Right. Don't turn your gaze from him. Yep. That's so so good. um, yeah, I love that's the that. Best I got. That, hey, that's the best I could receive because honestly, <laughs> I've already dealt with some of that, and I've, I've shared this with you. But for the listeners, like, it was the weirdest thing. It was similar to you. Like, as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I was so excited, and I was just like jumping up and down, literally, physically jumping up and down, and I was yeah. like smiling and crying and like all just like the best emotions. <laughs> then I told Christian, and I was so excited, and everything was great. And then it was just like, I mean. it had to have been like the next day or something. Mm -hmm. I just immediately got like afraid. Like, what if something happens? What if, you know, we go in and there's not a heartbeat or something that they, something's wrong with the baby. And, and, you know, those fears are like actually reality for a lot of people. It's not like that's like a crazy thing to think about, but it is yielding yourself to something that you have no control over. It's like saying, you know, I'm just going to give in to fear and I'm just going to worry about this when I actually have no control. And I remember um, opening up to my Bible study group about this. And the reason I was afraid of that is because one of our friends had just walked through that happening where the, they didn't have a heartbeat. Another friend just walked through a miscarriage. And so I felt like rationalized with my fear, but at the same time, like I still didn't need to be afraid um, because it's kind of that moment where you had to say, God, even if this happens, she's not mine, she's yours. And yeah. I remember, yeah. well, at the time I didn't know if it was she or he, but they're not mine, they're yours. And I remember opening up to Mary Kate about it in my Bible study group. And Mary Kate said, Sadie, um, here's the thing. She said, I went through fear in my first pregnancy. And you know what shocked me is that when I had John Shepherd, it didn't go away. She said it just yeah. got worse. And she was like, yep. if you don't surrender it now, it's never going to go away. And I think that we think that way. We're like, oh, well, whenever I see the heartbeat, it'll be yep. better. Whenever I see yep. the baby. But if you don't surrender it it will mm-hmm. just the next phase mm-hmm. will bring that, another thing literally what you're talking about is the exact fear that I was dealing with wow. when I walked into the closet it was like what if there's no heartbeat mm-hmm. and I will say like when I went in it I was 16 li- days late to have mm-hmm. her you know that but um even at my last checkup when they went to listen to her heartbeat there was still that opportunity to fear like yeah. I still felt the, oh no. And I had to remind myself, do not not yield yield to fear. fear. That is so good. That's going to be an anthem in people's life. I already know (laughs) it. Well, um, on a a lighter note, you guys just came and visited us recently. It was first time for us to meet Ronnie Grace, and she's just absolutely beautiful and so fun. Um, But it was so funny because Christian and I both had an outfit change. uh, I knew we were talking about Ronnie Ronnie struck twice. (laughs) So I have to tell the story. First of all, Christian hasn't really spent that much time around babies and so he was like just you know this was great for him he needed this to happen and so he's like holding her and is being all sweet and then you know we start to hear something that you know a little alarming um and next thing we know uh christian hands her back to laney and christian has poop all over his shirt (laughs) so welcome to dad and christian then about what two hours later um we're just chilling 
And, you know, she's wet again. And so Lainey says, why don't you guys change the diaper? Because y'all need practice. And honestly, we hadn't changed the diaper before. And that, and you know, people assume that I've like had all this experience with babies, but you know, if you have like nieces and nephews, you're not the one that has to change the diaper. No. So I, and I didn't babysit whenever I was in high school. Like that's when Duck Dynasty was at its height. So like that wasn't a thing. So I really actually hadn't changed the diaper. So I was like, oh gosh. So we go in and we're changing the diaper. And as I'm changing sweet little Ronnie Grace's diaper, she just pees literally all over me. To the point that like my leggings were drenched. So Ronnie, Ronnie really uh, gave us a good run for our money. So my question to you is practically, how many diapers do you actually change a day? Oh, okay. Like in the first week or two, we were changing probably six or seven diapers a day because oh, she just went like crazy oh gosh yes. and but they say like a you add a diaper a day when they're little okay. so at day five she was definitely having five oh diapers. my gosh that is but crazy. with her here's the thing she does what she does with you did with you and sh- she'll need like several diapers for one change because she keeps going while you're changing her i so. i never like <laughs> she feels the wind i was not ready for that i knew that like you know little boys do that but i never heard little girls do that so i was just not even shielded at all and it was just like what is happening but the best <laughs> the best thing was that night christian and i get in bed and christian's been so optimistic about this whole thing in which he should be is so sweet but he doesn't think yeah. like you know if I say like okay just know like the first two weeks like, it's gonna be kind of hard he's like no baby it's gonna be amazing and I'm like yes it is gonna be amazing but it's also gonna be a little hard he like refuses to say anything that's like hard or whatever so me and Clayton had those same yeah which I mean how <laughs> could he he's never been around a baby so then that night he looks over at me in bed and he goes Sadie we have to get sleep while we can. And he was so serious. He's like, everything is about to change. So Ronnie really uh, showed Christian yep. what it's going to be like and, to and be And that's true. It is about to change. Yeah. But in the best, very best way. In the best way. Like, I can't wait. Yes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. One of my questions for you was, what are some of the things that you've seen in Clayton that maybe maybe y'all's marriage has been challenged in, but also strengthened by mm-hmm. since being parents yeah. together? Um, yesterday he asked me, okay, so it's really hard for him to watch her cry. Yeah. Like, and that sounds like it's not hard for me. It is hard for me, but I think I did have more experience, obviously, babysitting Just and more stuff. understanding. And yeah. with nieces and nephews, I was expecting her, like, she's a baby. She's going to cry. Right. Whereas for him, he's like, she's crying. 
why is she crying? And if he can't get her to stop, it makes him like feel like he's doing something wrong or, and so we've had a lot of conversations of like, babe, like she's gonna cry and that's okay. Sometimes babies cry and there's no reason. Sometimes they need to be changed. Sometimes, you know, they're hungry or whatever. Um, But on a like just a more like serious note, it has been really cool in that way also to experience like, people always say you kind of can experience God's heart even Mm -hmm. more and his love for us when you're a parent. Yeah. And I've definitely seen that to be true because even like something like that, like he hates for her to cry and he's like her dad and her father. And so looking at her and like caring for her in that way, it breaks his heart that she's crying. Mm -hmm. And so um, just knowing like, and also for me, like in the same way, when I look at her, like if I look at her, Well, really, when I look at her, I'm like, there's nothing she could ever do that would make me not proud of her. That's so sweet. Like, I can't imagine ever not being proud of her. And I love her. Like, I can't even put my love for her into words. And um, I was actually thinking about this earlier, too. Like, with that, it can be like, well, she's your daughter. Like, how does that um, just correlate, I guess, with God's love for us? Like, in a way... Sorry, I lost my train of thought. That's another thing with pregnancy. You lose your train of thought. <laughs> no, I already do you, that oh, all shoot. the time. That's why it was really good too. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I love her that way. And in the same way, like we're made in the image of God. So yeah. any the love that I have for her is straight from him in the first place. It's awesome. Any good, any love I have for her is already from him. And That's so what awesome. I feel towards her, I can see that, oh, he feels that way towards me. Wow. Like, he that sees is so like cool. He would never not be proud of me. Right. Like, there's nothing I could ever do to make him not proud of me. So. That's beautiful. That's so cool. That was actually something I was going to ask you, something that you've learned about God's love for you as a parent. Because for me, like, I feel like it's so cool. It's not I feel like in one sense, you could say it's like you're co-parenting with God, but really he's your parent the whole way. It's like just how you learn advice from your mom, you learn about, you know, things about God because he's your father. He's your parent in a sense. And just the other day, it was so cool because I feel like I had one of my first experiences like that um, where somebody on Instagram actually I haven't even told you this yet but and I'm just gonna say it to the public right now which it won't be outside she's born anyways but somebody created an Instagram page with like her name and I haven't announced her name you know that not announced her name and somebody happened to find out what her name was and made an account and I was like so upset and I was like so bothered and just um confused how they found out but then also just bothered by there being like it, it just felt like somebody took her little identity like no you can't post yeah. like and they said it yeah. was just supposed to be a fan page but I was like but they didn't put fan page so I was like that's her name like don't yeah. take her name and all this stuff mm-hmm. um and I just remember but at first the person wasn't responding and they weren't so I didn't know if it was like a creepy person or who this was or whatever mm-hmm. and I just remember like hearing the Lord say like I'm her protector and like I'm her protector just like I'm yours and like 
He has been yeah. my protector. And you know how I've walked through weird things with Instagram and social media that have, and that's why it broke my heart because I couldn't stop crying because I was like, I know how much this is hurting me. I don't want this to hurt her. Yeah. I don't want her to feel the yeah. same way. But then I realized in that moment that the same God who has been there for me in all those times and comforted me and been my protector and honestly been my defender is her defender and her protector and her comforter too. And just as much as yeah. that moment I couldn't control, okay. like he was there. And so it's so nice to know that like parenting isn't all up to us. Like God is still the same God and the father to them as he is to us. And we've seen that come through so many times. So that's so cool that you said that. Um, It's so crazy. Literally like the things that I wrote down and talked to you about, like you just like crushed in like five seconds. Oh, that's Um, cool. But one of the things I was going to talk to you about in a a funny way is, okay, so everybody knows we're crazy. And we we pretty much put like all of our weirdness out on the internet for the whole world to see. Uh, And so I was wondering, because Christian literally asked me this, are you going to be like as crazy as you are in front of your daughter? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like will you oh, be weird man. or will you try to control it yes no i think i'll be weird me too man, you can't like when you're i feel like when you're actually when you're really weird you can't really hide it no like, clay told me the other day i don't know if christian has said this kind of stuff to you but he told me he was like you know early on you said and did some things that i was like that's really weird <laughs> yes but I thought it was hilarious and they're the things now that he thinks are really funny exactly so I'm definitely gonna be weird okay no I think she needs same. to know it's okay to be weird she and needs funny to know because yeah. you sent me that dm the other day and it was like this mom <laughs> driving through her like dropping her kids off at school and she was just like listening to just like very casual worship music and she's being like you know very very just gentle meek and then she pulls out and she's like jamming and like dancing and Christian's like that is so you and I was like but you know what I was like that is me but I don't know that I'm not gonna be also doing that with her in the seat right beside me like I said like I hope we have like choreographed dance moves that like we do together so that makes me feel better I'm not the only one um well I know people are gonna be wanting to hear your birth story and I know it's a heavier topic because you went through a lot in labor um but I also know that God is so victorious in your story and i wanted you to share whatever you want to share with the listeners sure because um i think it'll help a lot of people and i think i mean it helps me even just preparing for labor it's a scary thing and it's you know you know it's gonna be painful yours was certainly not easy but knowing that god was there is huge so i would love for you to share yeah so my birth her birth <laughs> my labor however you want to word it um was definitely like it was the hardest thing i've ever done in my life but it was also the most amazing thing i've ever experienced and um my birth her birth was 55 hours and that is not normal so mm-hmm. if you're pregnant like it just know, or if you have experienced that, you know that it's not a normal thing to have a 55 hour labor. But, um, so I had the first two days were just, um, were at home. I was having her at a birth center. And so I labored at home for the first two days. And those were like two of the hardest, darkest days, I guess. Like that sounds so like, I don't know, but, um, they were just really mentally, hard. Um, I was, was dealing with a lot of 
fear. And um, it was like, when I look at when I look at my birth now, I kind of look at it as like the two days and then a day of like life and victory. And the first two were just really hard. Um, but it started labor started on Wednesday night. And uh, my contractions were like five to six minutes apart. And then um, I had her Saturday morning at like 522. Dang. So it was long, but here's the thing. I was, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this before I kind of give more details. My sister asked me um, what the word that we felt like we were supposed to pray over her birth was supernatural. And so when you hear supernatural childbirth, normally like that's in a form of no pain. Um, but when we felt to pray that over um, her birth, I just felt like I kept hearing God say, don't put a definition on it. Mm-hmm. And um, I really feel like that allowed me to go through it and honestly now not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's allowed me to see it all as supernatural That's and good. absolutely amazing. And my sister asked me, she said, after going w- through what you went through, um, looking back, would you choose the birth that you had? Or would you choose a supernatural pain-free birth? And um, I said, I'd choose what God gave me. And because I got to see him in it. Mm -hmm. And it was, like I said, it was the hardest thing I've ever been through. But it has been so cool after the fact to see God show me who he was in every moment that I thought like, he's not there. Like Mm -hmm. I asked questions that I've never asked before in my life. And I was like, like, God, (laughs) where are you? Like, where are you in all this? I do not feel you. I do not see you. Where are you? And like after now, like he's been showing me, I was right here. I was here in this moment. And um, so when I came home from, I'm kind of like going to jump around because that's how my brain works now. (laughs) Uh, But when we walked back into the house, after having her, um, I was like really afraid to come back inside. And because I had labored at the house so much and it was hard and, um, I would like see walls that I remember kind of like leaning on trying to get through contraction and stuff. And Clayton looked at me and he goes, we're going to carry her around to every place of pain. Hmm. And so we took Ronnie, we took the gift that he gave us, his miracle, (laughs) supernatural miracle and blessing, and went and walked around to every place that I could remember pain. And I feel like a new person, like after giving birth and like having her and experiencing that miracle. And it, I just feel like our faith has gone to a whole new place. And um, I've told him, like, I feel new. I see new, like our house looks new to me. It's, it's really weird to explain, but I actually feel like my eyes have changed. Wow. And um, something that was really cool, even like after experiencing uh, just such three days, I guess, of labor. Um, and, and knowing that feeling like God's showing us where he was and my faith growing, there was a day that, um, my chiropractor was like a huge part of her birth. And she came over a couple days after and just spent some time talking to me. And we just started just talking about where he was in each moment. And God was showing her things, uh, about me even during labor, which was so cool now to go back in and, and see. But, um, 
she said, sorry, I lost my train of thought again. This is, this is, there's so much. <laughs> Shoot. What was it? I love it. You're good. Oh man, it's really good. Oh, you will think of it. You know what's funny? You know how I never like <laughs> use notes to like preach or do anything? Now, yeah. in the past few weeks, I've had to have like literally almost word for word notes because I, when I say the Bible character's name, I say all of them wrong. Like I'm meaning to oh say Jacob, I say Joseph. I'm meaning to say Rachel, I say Rebecca. Like I've been so off. So I totally understand that is real. <laughs> Newborn brain is a thing too. It, okay, I just hey. remembered. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so we are we are in my room like after um, she had come over and talked to me and she left. And then my dad came over after that. And my dad was having um, palsy like mm-hmm. on his in his face. And um, I don't know if you know exactly what that is, but I think we talked about yeah. it actually. Yeah, like so half it's of where your like face. half of his face completely just didn't work like it was numb. And normally that can like, that can either last your whole life or it can last three weeks, mm-hmm. um, three months, a year, whatever. And he had just had it for like a week and he came over and there was just such like faith in the room after just experiencing that and seeing God carry us through. He Before he left, I was like, we cannot, he cannot leave and we don't pray for him. Wow. So we prayed over him. And then the next morning, his face was like, 95% better wow. and it completely went away. That so, is amazing. Come isn't on. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. So, so cool. It was so awesome. But that's just to say, I can go back to the birth story some, but it's yeah. just seeing God carry us through that and knowing that it was hard, but also just seeing him in yep. it so good has changed my life. It built your faith. That's incredible. It did. It, it, it really did. That is so. so cool. I love that. And I can see it in you. Like you have such an ease as a new mom like a lot of moms when they're new moms which no shame it's hard it's crazy but I feel like you just saw God in such a tangible way that you have such an ease as you've been walking about Mm -hmm. and it's been beautiful to Mm -hmm. see and I've learned a lot already from you as a mom but you know I guess the last question because um I think there's so much in here that people are gonna love and be inspired by but can I say one thing to wrap that up yeah um and we'll go back um, what I will say changed, and I don't feel like I got to this. I talked about the two days being hard. What changed on the third day was um, before we went to the birth center, uh, I was like at the end of myself. And I looked at my doula and my husband and I said, I cannot do this. Mm. I I cannot do this. And um, my mom came and we we called my midwife and I said, I cannot do this. And she said, why don't you come into the birth center and we'll go from there. And when my mom showed up, we got in the car and the whole way to the birth center, all she did was say Jesus. And she just kept saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And I remember sitting there and by that point I hadn't eaten, I hadn't slept. And um, I was so exhausted and truly just really like the most at the end of myself I've ever been in my life. And I kept like just going mm. like this, like, Mom, say it, say it, say his name in my ear. I don't even have the strength to say his name, say his name. And um, when we got to the birth center, that's that is what changed. And that wow. is what happened. Wow. People surrounded me and they just spoke his name over me and everything truly changed. And it wasn't that like 
I mean, they thought I wasn't having contractions the whole way to the birth center. I was having them three minutes apart. Still. Wow. But it just like he shifted things. His peace came and completely changed everything. Wow. So oh my God. I just didn't want to move. No, that's forward. so important. <laughs> and the thing Talking is about what really mattered and how it did completely change. That's so, so powerful. I'm so glad you shared that because that that's relatable to anybody, whether you're going through labor or just a really hard season of your life. Like things change whenever you lean upon your community or your people and somebody else maybe has faith for you, you know, faith to believe the things mm-hmm. that maybe it's hard for you to believe in the moment or you're tired and you're hungry and like you just physically can't speak out in the mm-hmm. moment. And so yeah. I think that's a testimony to anybody, no matter what people are walking through. Um, mom, or not a mom, a man. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Sometimes you need people to yeah. say Jesus with you. Yeah. Um, well, the last thing I wanted to ask you and talk to you about is, like I said, you, you've gone through pregnancy with such an ease and even after pregnancy with an ease. And I know that's because Jesus is your strength. But also, like, I know there are nights that you are tired. And let's be real, like, there's milk everywhere and things are painful and things are real. And, like, for the newly new mom who is like, I'm exhausted. This is crazy. What keeps you going in those moments? And what maybe what do you tell yourself or Clayton tells you that encourages you to get past those long nights or those painful moments? Because I know you've wrestled with just the pain, the after pain for a few weeks and that's hard, but you've done it with ease. So what is some of those things that you've encouraged yourself and Clayton? Yeah, this is really cool. So I wrote something down earlier and I was like, I felt like God was literally just speaking to me and I didn't, I thought we were almost done. I was like, oh, maybe I wasn't supposed to share that. This is a perfect moment. (laughs) So I wrote down advice for like new moms and stuff. And Um, I just felt like I heard it's okay to not have it all together or feel like you know what you're doing for where you are weak. That is where he is strong. Mm -hmm. So boast all the more gladly and loudly in your weakness. He will show you what to do. And the Holy Spirit is not a formula or a system to follow. He is a person we are in relationship with Mm -hmm. leading us every day, step by step as your baby takes their first steps and breath by breath as they breathe in their first breaths. Take the pressure off yourself to have all the answers or to know what to do next. He will do the rest when you just rest in Him. Come on, preach. Lane, that's so good. And that's so crazy because... I had prepared all these questions or topics, and that's the one thing that I hadn't prepared. I just felt to ask you. And so look at how the Lord went before and prepared the way because new moms clearly needed to hear that. Um, And, you know, for those of you listening and you're like, this girl can preach, she can preach. And she also just wrote a devotional book called Speak Your Name, which is really amazing, too, even just with the birth story, because I've always said whatever I write, I'm challenged with. And when you were in the car and you're like, I can't even say it right now, you speak his name, but you still got the name of Jesus out there and things shifted. It's incredible. Like, I mean, come on, God. Like, that's so crazy. It's cool, too, because before the book came out, I remember I was like, God, I like need some new like. Like I walked through stuff like four years ago and I did some material and yeah, he got gave it. me some new material. <laughs> He's like, so what are you willing to walk through? Yeah. Uh, For real. Hey, that's For incredible. Real. Well, Lainey, you're such an inspiration to me and all the moms out there. Thank you for your advice to myself as Christian and I prepare. And maybe while this podcast is out, she'll already be here and I'll be listening back, getting oh all this God. new advice. Um, but thank you, seriously, to all the moms out there. I know that they would say thank you. Um, you're awesome. Ronnie Grace is beautiful. Clayton's Thanks, a great dad. And we just love your family. 
Thank you. We love y'all so much, and we're so excited for your sweet girl. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm surprised we, uh, I will say, I was nervous. I was like, are we going to be able to make it through the podcast without one of us saying the name? <laughs> I felt like one. Oh, I know. I almost said it just now. I was like, we're so excited. <laughs> <laughs> <a> sweet girl. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I love you. That was awesome. Yeah. I love you. Thanks for asking me to do it. It was so fun.